Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Maurice McCoy Jr., of no relation to me. (laughs) (laughs) I had to throw it out there. No relation to me, but uh, I am so glad to share my last name with him. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for having me on your show tonight. Absolutely. I'm so glad to have you on. Um, You are, if I'm not mistaken, the director and writer of the Multiverse of Jason, correct? Director, writer, and producer. That is correct. Awesome. Nice. Uh, So I'm so glad to to, uh, do this interview. I will be honest, I haven't seen the movie because I've been extremely busy. Is it even out yet? Um, The movie is not out yet. We We are getting ready to film our Indiegogo pitch trailer. Mm-hmm. and um late april okay perfect so i'm glad i i, I was looking for it because i didn't get a chance to ask you if it was out and i was looking for it i'm like i can't find it <laughs> to watch it i know it's a fan film and it would be i'm assuming it's going to be on youtube um, uh definitely be youtube with some uh with some cool awesome indiegogo perks that we're going to have for the, throughout the process as well but um yes we're looking for i mean our estimated time right now we're looking to have this all done by september 2024 Awesome. So is this going to be a short film or a feature? Oh, no, it's going to be a fun, feel, bloody, disgusting, horrific feature-length film. Nice. We're looking at about 90 minutes of run, run time, yeah. That's awesome. And I guess let's really talk about this. What is this movie going to be about and where does it fit into the timeline of Friday the 13th? <laughs> so, okay, so where does the film takes place. So if you have seen um, Peter Anthony's Friday the 13th Rose Blood. Yes, great movie. It starts, you know, within the um, within the one particular scene where um, we are in the room with Rose and young Tina. Mm-hmm. And um, Rose conjures up this um, conjures up where Michael comes into the, into the, ramp, into the room. And at that moment, Rose opens up like this portal dimension or pocket dimension of multiple realities of there's being parallel universities with a Jason Voorhees being on each, you know, being in each each dimension. Mm-hmm. So based off, you know, from Rose's, you know, open up the portal by bringing Michael in, they open up the whole Pandora's box of different universes where we have different versions of each iconic killer that we that we that we know and see in our in our reality, but in this reality, it's different. Jason's different. Michael's, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I won't talk about that part too far, too far right now. Right. But yeah. So it basically happens. It you know, starts off my film you know, from his film starts off in 1989. Mm-hmm. So my film also starts off in 1989. But then we do a major time jump from 1989 to 2003, then 2023. Which would be present yeah. day. Okay, so is Peter Anthony involved at all with the film? Um, as much as he can, yeah. But as far as not like directing or producing, I'm not sure yet. We haven't got into those logistics yet. Okay. But he's involved, you know, just helping promote or helping where he can right now. So doing doing any major things right now. Right. Absolutely. Peter Anthony, great, great guy. I had him on the show. His movie is amazing. I had a bunch of his uh, cast on as well. He's really a, an amazing guy and a terrific director and filmmaker. Definitely. As I'm learning, not only am I just learning a lot from him, it's all, it's all the other directors who paved the way before me. 
Rather, if it was the Hollywood producers like Marcus Nipsle, Adam Marcus, Steve Miller, um, and all those other directors, even the fan film directors like, you know, Peter Anthony, Jason Brooks, um, CJ Vecchio, who's working on a horror film right now yeah. uh, called The Evil Three, um, who else paved the way for me? Um, Vincent DeSanti. Mm-hmm. Then, we, then we have Jeremy Brooks, who was the original director from Avengers, and then Jason Brooks took over for Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. Um, all this is all of those directors from the um film franchise and then the fan film franchise mm-hmm. who've paved the way for me. Like, you know what? If they can do it, so can I. This has not this has been a dream for me to even direct a film since I was a a, a, a tad. <laughs> so I was a little kid. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Since I did, well, I started. I started as an actor. That's how I started off. Mm-hmm. So being from being in front of the camera, not having too much good experience in front of the camera, due to the directors that I worked with, I'm like, you know, let me go in my own direction as I get older, and you know, try to branch off on my own and see what I can do on my own. So in doing so, you know, the schools that I went to, I did not have that proper education, you know, film, film, film education. Mm-hmm. So I've been studying solo. I've been studying from different indie artists and different indie directors. And of course, the um the filmmaker's guide for the Douglas book, of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'm, I'm mainly like self-taught and also helped out along the way. And I'm awesome. actually still learning from directors on my project right now. That's awesome. Uh, So what made you decide to do a, not just a fan film, but also um like to take off kind of where that part of Peter Anthony's Roseblood ended up, uh, you know, taking place? Like, what made you decide to do this type of film? So, what really inspired me after I had um, seen Roseblood, I watched it like three times before I reached out to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was this one moment in your film that intrigued me, like, how did Rose conjure up Michael into Jason's reality? Mm-hmm. Where did Michael come from? How did Rose have her powers? Where did Rose come from? Because mm-hmm. we know about Tina. But Rose is a whole new character that he had brought in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I tried to play with this in my head. You know, I talked about it with him for a little bit about, you know, what my hopes and my dreams were since he has Rose. How can I, you know, twist that a little bit to play with my reality? So in the back of my mind, by thinking about his film, it made me go back to thinking about Marvel and DC. Okay. How they both and how they both introduced the the multiverse and both and both um both franchise. How we be able, you know, the crisis on infinite earths with DC and then the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? This multiverse idea is like it's it's speaking to me. So I'm like, there goes part of my title, multiverse. Nice. And then, you know, I'm thinking, you know, let's add a Marvel slash DC feel to it with a with different dimensions of the same character. So I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's do a horror spin. Let's do multiverse of Jason. Mm-hmm. So that's how I came into about, you know, with my film title, Multiverse of Jason, because, you know, I want to see what it's like to have different variants, because as they call it in, D- in Marvel, Variants like you know, due to um Loki, we have a variant Loki. Um, <laughs> what we have a female Loki, we have all these other Lokis. 
Now I'm not gonna lie, like I know I'm a Marvel fan, but I have not read any of the um any of the Thor or Asgardian or Loki comics. So yeah. I was kind of like behind with that. But I'm like, you know what? Let me play with this and introduce it in the horror aspect. Boom. Nice. That's how I got the whole idea with the multiverse part. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna run with it. And I want to see what I can do by introduce by bringing three, not only not one, not two, but three versions of Jason into the same film. Because let's go back in time, let's rewind time back a little bit. When Freddy versus Jason first came out, and you know there was all that talk and a lot of um subject movie suggestions about you know did did Freddy really win? Did Jason win? Who won? Oh, you know what? Let, let's see if we can get like a Michael versus Jason, a, a, a Freddy versus Jason part two, a Freddy versus Chucky. I'm saying a Freddy versus Chucky or Jason versus Chucky. What is that? <laughs> but I'm like, I heard, I heard somebody say, you know, what if somebody ever did like a Jason versus Jason? I, me and my one of my friends I went to school with back in the day, we were like, what if they did a Jason versus Jason? Mm-hmm. And you know, as I was thinking about my film, my friend who are my my oof, what are we like? Damn, they're twenty year friends at this point. <laughs> damn, not my brother. I can say he's like my brother now. Um, he brought it back to my attention. He said, "Yo, Maurice, you know, remember what we talked about in grade school about movies and stuff? And you working on a movie, dude? What if you did like a Jason versus Jason? Nice. Boom. Hello, ringing nice my time. bells." Multiverse of Jason, my film. We have a Jason versus Jason, and it also it also paid pays homage to the earlier iteration where the director Trent Duncan, where he had all of those uh horror icon killers going against each other. I'm like, Trent Duncan was smart for that one. I like that one, but I don't want to go like specifically in that direction just yet. I want to focus on a versus versus versus. So I'm doing that with the multiverse of Jason. Nice. I would love to see like it like in forms of a Jason versus Jason to see Jason from part three versus Jason from part four or like in like for the human forms or a Jason of part six versus a Jason of part seven of like you know the undead zombie by Jason. So okay, so you ready for a little surprise? Caught up yes. So you haven't read since you haven't caught up on anything yet. So I'm gonna fill you in real quick. So my film. It deals with part four, Jason. Mm-hmm. Really, more so really part three, Jason. And then we deal with new blood, Jason. Okay. So from dealing with part three, Jason, and then new blood, Jason, I am introducing a brand new iteration of never before seen on screen, Jason, the NES retro, Jason. Wow. We, we've seen them in gameplay. We've seen him in fan art. Tom Savini really wanted to bring him to life, but you know, they're not doing any current, you know, modern, you know, Friday the 13th films where they can bring another Jason in. They're yeah. doing the, you know, they're doing uh what's that? Peacock. They're doing the prequel series. Yeah. So for me right now, what I really want to focus on is my retro, bringing retro Jason to life and my film. Like I said. I know, I know. That is awesome. That would be so cool. And I, and I might be in the minority, but I love the uh, NES Friday the 13th game. 
But I, I mean, I'm 33, but I love the classic games. I mean, I was just playing my Nintendo 64 that is the same Nintendo 64 that I had that I first bought when my dad first bought for me in 1996. And I still play it and it still works with the same <laughs> game, Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie. I love the retros, the classics, and I love like the old school games. And I, I don't have the NES, but I do, I did. I did uh, do an emulator of the Friday the Thirteenth, and I it's so hard, but I love that game. And that's that's um another thing. So, um, for me, when it comes to my uh, NES retro, Jason, mm-hmm. he's gonna be very very retro. You know, the purple jumpsuit, the blue boots, the blue gloves, the blue uh hood. He's gonna be very very have that old school eighties look right. to him. So there's so so there's a nostalgia that mm-hmm. we missed because they didn't do the retro Jason in any of the '80s films, mm-hmm. not even the um Freddy versus Jason film. So right. for me, if anybody watches my film once it is um out there come 2024, maybe 2025, but we're we're literally hoping for 2024. Um, <laughs> once my film is released and everybody sees that retro Jason, I'm hoping to get, you know, that that fan reaction, that crowd reaction, like, whoa, dude, that director did that. He brought him to life and he nailed that, he nailed that character, the person who's playing retro Jason. He nailed the persona, the persona mm-hmm. of what it's like to be, uh, to be Jason, retro Jason, that, that like, the actor yeah. will have to bring it, like, really, really bring it and really, really yeah. sell it. Um, the actor, his name is Andrew Schultz, and he's from Erie, yeah. Pennsylvania. Okay. So, you know, I told him, you know, I said, hey, bro, you know, I see what you're working with. I see what you can do. He's a, he's an actual fireman by day. Nice. He's an actual fireman by day. So when it comes to any kind of stunts, he said he can handle it. So, so I feel very confident in his skill sets, and I feel confident, you know, by him being retro Jason, he can like lift bodies over his shoulder or swing the drag right. bodies across the ground. So he's gonna do anything that a typical Jason could do, mm-hmm. but he's very much more powerful. Okay. He's powerful than part three Jason. Okay. But he's he's like he's like equal to new blood, but just a tad bit stronger than new blood. Okay. Because he's fresh and he's new and he has all of this energy. But mm-hmm. here's the catch. That a lot of people might not like at all, but for me, I love it because I'm a fan of this particular movie. New beginning. I like New Beginning. New beginning. I love New Beginning. Yeah. Retro Jason isn't he? Isn't like a, a actual Jason Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. He's a copycat. He's like yeah. Roy Burns. So the person you know, the yep. Andrew who is playing Retro Jason, he is. He's a regular hockey player. Okay. And and my film, my film, Andrew's character, his name is Tristan Voorhees. Mm-hmm. No, no pun intended. He's not related to Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. He's just a regular kid named Tristan Voorhees who's on a hockey team at Crystal Lake University, fictional in my film, of course. Um, he um the hockey team. They're the blue the blue uh blue devils, blue devils hockey players. That's that's the um mascot, blue devils. Nice. You'll see it in the film because I have a, I'm working on a mascot for that. But um, nice. the hockey, the hockey, um, since he's a he's a goalie, so Trist, Tristan Voorhees, he's a goalie, and he wears the um the Blue Devils 
mm -hmm. um, hockey mask, which is, you know, the NES retro Jason hockey mask, of right. course. So, you know, to give you more intel on a, a little without spoiling too much of Into the Film. So there's this one uh, scene in the film where he's traveling um, home with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of drunk kids drive past, swerving because they're all drunk or they're high. And they make um, Tristan and his girlfriend crash to a tree. The girlfriend is dead. He's knocked out of his own coma. But when he wakes up, he realizes, oh, my girlfriend is dead. And then, oh, she's wrapped up in a Cramp Crystal Lake counselor's t-shirt. Nice. Crystal Lake has been closed. Right. But apparently they haven't reopened. So, since I know where you guys are, and I know who made this happen, I want revenge. Yeah, there we go. And, you know, since you're having the, and I, I'm just throwing this out, half joking, but I think it would be pretty a, a nice touch. But uh, with um, with the NES Jason, it would be so funny if we had if there was like a scene like where the counselors are like throwing rocks at him. See, that's that's very I feel like that's very iconic, and that is that is a trend because yeah. on a, in another small part, um, going to spoil just a little bit more, um, <laughs> Tristan Voorhees, one of the players who's um. One of the students who attends Camp Crystal Lake, he's a football player at Clark, I mean, not Clark Atlanta. <laughs> I'm thinking about real, thinking about real. Oh, not Clark Atlanta. Uh, Crystal mm -hmm. Lake University. Mm -hmm. um, he's a football player for the Crystal Lake uh, Blue Devils. Mm -hmm. And his name is Dwayne Teddy D. Cricket. Okay. So him and um, him and Tristan, they have an altercation um, and they said uh, they said in the past, of course, there's gonna be a flashback moment. They have an altercation where you know they're battling for dominance between who is the bigger team on campus. Is it the hockey mm -hmm. team or is it the football team? Mm -hmm. So there's the in a flashback moment. We see you know Dwayne and Tristan getting into it, mm -hmm. and they're 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 um tussling each other back and forth, mm -hmm. and that uh pretty much puts a negative taste in Tristan's mouth already about the football team because Tristan feels like, you know, we've been dominant since the 80s. The football team came around the early 2000s and now they're trying to take over. Mm. I'm not okay with that. I want to say, I want to put our school back on the maps because both teams have been, has been losing games since the early 2000s. Right. They didn't make it to the championship or the NHL, I forgot what their their championship is called in real life. But um, yeah, there's that battle for dominance between them two. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. So there's there's a lot of points in my film on um, where you know Tristan really feels like he wants that revenge so eagerly and so much more. There's a lot of animosity that he feels, and then when he wears that, when he pulls on that mask, forget Tristan. He's mm -hmm. now Jason. Yeah. It's straight rage, straight kill mode. Nice. nice. That that sounds really cool. I can't wait to see this. Um, speaking of the 12 films in the franchise, which one is your favorite and which one's your least favorite? So for me, um, I have like two favorite I just have two favorites. Mm -hmm. And one of them people bash can bash a lot about. I pretty much I, you pretty much know I can go with that one. <laughs> but for me, my first one 
is near and dear to my heart, which is New Beginning. That's near and dear to my heart. Because it, it's like it's like, you know, anybody can say new uh new beginning is very sleazy, it's very trashy. There's a lot of porn within it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what do you expect? It's teens at a what is that, a re a rehabilitation center, rehabilitation camp. But if you think about it, that's how all the Friday the 13th are since the beginning. I mean, <laughs> starting back with Marcy and Jack. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people, they've, they've been telling me, hey, you know, why would your film be anything like that? I said, because it's my vision. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I can't I can't tell you, if you're a creative film, I can't tell you, hey, don't do that because you're not going to get a lot of views. Or, hey, don't do that because... You're making it too sleazy, and it's like a pornographic film. Correction. Don't tell me how to do my work. I won't tell you how to do your work. Yeah. This is my vision. I'm. This is my love letter to yeah. Jason Voorhees. My love letter to <clears throat> to Sean Cunningham and Victor Miller and Ron Kurtz. This is my love letter because this is what's coming from my heart as a fan. Mm-hmm. or fans of the franchise. So if you don't like it, okay, cool. <laughs> but you're still talking about it. So I know it's surfacing somewhere out there. Yeah. Um, but my second one that's near and dear to my heart is Jason Goes to Hell. Nice. That's a twist. A lot of people oh, yeah. don't like that one. I like it. I enjoy it. I'm really good friends with Adam Marcus. He and I are really close friends. Oh, uh, you know, for me with um Adam, I reached out to him at the very beginning of my process. Mm-hmm. Um, even I went through like three film uh three film title changes. Mm-hmm. I went through uh Crystal Lake Wasteland. I went through um Jason Escapes from Hell, and I just combined those two mm-hmm. into the film that I have right now, Multiverse of Jason. Okay. And, you know, when I um originally pitched the idea to Adam Marcus, I was telling him how, you know, hey, you know, I'm a fan of your, I grew up to be a fan of your work. Mm-hmm. And I like what you did with Jason Goes to Hell. And I want to piggyback off that film by creating a fan film of it. And, you know, he was like, you know, go ahead, do it. If you need any help, if you need any assistance, mm-hmm. let me know and I'll help guide you when I, you know, I'll do what I can to make sure you're on the right path with your success of your film. So by that, that was my first initial blessing from any director who worked on any of the fan any fan films or any um uh film franchise Hollywood uh franchise films. So there was like I said, the first one was Adam Marcus, the second one was Steve Minner, and then um in the fan films, I'll talk to Vincent DeSanti, I talked to Peter Anthony, Jeremy Brooks, I mean, uh, Jeremy Brown, Jason Brooks, uh, <laughs> CJ Vecchio, and I feel like I'm missing one. There was another one who I talked to. Riley Lord in The Fall of Camp Blood. <laughs> I, oh my God, I cannot forget that. I cannot forget that one. And I cannot forget uh, James Grimm from My Special Boy. Nice, nice. So, by talking to all of those directors, it made me feel more confident in my ability 
to do what I need to do and making my vision come to life. Because not only is this like a groundbreaking experience for me, Mm-hmm. This is also opening up Pandora's box on what I can do, even by being a man who did not go to school for this at all. Yeah. So even if I was to go back to school right after I do this film, here's my art. Yeah. Here's my art. Exactly. You guys want to see it? Let, let this be my resume. Let this be my letter to get into your school. Absolutely. This I is have... my idea on my own. Absolutely. With Exactly. I had Adam Marcus on the show. He was my third ever interview I've done way back in 2016, 2017-ish. Um, and uh, he's going to be coming back on uh, to talk about Hearts of Darkness uh, this year. Um, so when is that coming now? I keep hearing about that. I'm not sure exactly, but I uh, when he gets a date, he's going to reach out to me and we're going to set up an interview. I actually interviewed uh, Catherine Atwood uh, last summer, who played um, Alexis, one of the camp like Canthas that got slashed. I interviewed her um, about the case of Hell, and she surprised me. Her and Adam surprised me because Adam made a brief cameo in uh, before he had to head out to some party, Hollywood party or something. Yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> yeah, so that was super cool. And I interviewed Michael uh, B. Silver from Jason Goes to Hell. I interviewed Julie Michaels, who was the girl at the beginning of the movie. Okay. Yep, I interviewed her. Uh, who else did they interview? Oh, I interviewed Stephen Williams, Creighton Duke himself. Yo, okay, yeah. so you're talking about Stephen Williams, like, okay, I'm sorry, it's so, it, that, that would, that would honestly make my day, like, I know he's probably, I think he's, what, retired right now? He is, uh, like he, yeah, I had, a, I reached out to his agent, and his agent uh, gave me a cell number, or his email, and he gave me a cell number, and we, uh, we texted a few, like, to set up a date and time and that, and of course, I had on Rusty Schwimmer as well. Joey B, yeah, wow. yeah. It was funny because I, I, when I, re- I reached out to her on Facebook, and uh, she, uh, before she even responded to me, she mess, she messaged Adam Marcus, and Adam told me, was it Adam that told me this story? No, Rusty told me this story. Rusty said uh, in the interview, uh, she said, uh, so yeah, she goes, I, she goes, I didn't know anything about you, and I immediately asked Adam Marcus, I go, who is this Scotty guy? Is he a, is he a, is he on the up and up, or is he just one of those clowns out there? Wow. <laughs> and I told Adam that, and Adam's like, that sounds like Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> wow adam gave me the biggest like like blessing to in to do the interview uh he's like you do it or you're gonna regret it and she did it and uh i also had on adam craner who played uh her son in the movie ward we're friends on facebook as well oh see okay now i see i see who got the hookup <laughs> Scotty has a I had I, I had about i'd say 50 or 60 people from the franchise friday the 13th franchise on so wow. yeah, I had about fifty or sixty people or so. Yeah, um, I had I had uh, Terry Kaiser from Part Seven, absolutely, and he's in Peter's uh film Roseblood. Yep, yep. I interviewed him before Roseblood was even. Uh, I don't even think it was even like it was probably in draft, but I interviewed him in two thousand and eighteen, two thousand seventeen, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he a super great guy, and he 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 told the funny story. Who was a funny story about? How uh, he had how uh, he almost when he did a stunt scene when he uh, when he got pushed and I asked him I said did, you, did they get you a stunt double he's like stunt double he said we didn't have any money for a stunt double for me I had to do all that stuff 
I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, my head almost went into a crocodile. Because on set, they were filming in a swamp. They had, they, he said they had a crocodile wrangler and a rattlesnake wrangler on set. And he said his yeah. head almost went into a crocodile's mouth because uh, when he got pushed, I guess the crocodile was there. And the guy that was the wranglers, they were old and slow. And he, it oh, took wow. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See, that's why. Okay, that's part of the reason why I'm glad you know about me being in the Midwest when it comes to filming, mm-hmm. especially for this film that I'm doing. We won't have to deal with too much of like the gators or the sharks. Now yeah. we might have to deal with the bears, the deers, yeah. the occasional rattlesnakes or corn snakes. So yeah. <laughs> yep. that's the part that I have to deal with right there for me. Because one, yep. a bear and a deer, okay, but a snake, <laughs> no. This not what kind of forever, but it's just no, no Absolutely. way. Absolutely. So snakes, I'm sorry. Right. So thinking, uh, so right now we're doing our interview. What's the date? Like the ninth or something like that. Um, yeah, it's the ninth. Yeah. So you're obviously your Indiegogo isn't coming out for a couple of months. So speak to the audience as uh um as looking into the future how would you uh describe to them if they were to come across this and your indiegogo was live how they can come across and find your indiegogo if they would like to support the film okay so if you would like to support my film you know we're gonna be i'll have you know three pro i have a few accounts there's the instagram there's the facebook there's the twitter and there is the TikTok, you know, since TikTok is so trendy, <laughs> you can find us on any of those platforms at Multiverse of Jason. I will definitely make sure I give uh give you those links to those pages and uh, add them to the to this yeah. interview later on afterwards. Um, also it'll be streaming. It'll be on my um my um business of uh, pro profiles, which is Flashtainment Productions LLC. On okay. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course TikTok. Um, <laughs> that is Flash Tainment. That is F L A S H T A I N E M E N T. The E in the middle of Flash Tainment is uh, capitalized, but still doesn't matter how you put it in. We in the search bar. It is still Flash Tainment Productions LLC. Um, I do have my LLC for my uh, for my business product for my business part. Um, for my business, I not, I not only do film, I also operate within film film production, music production, photography, modeling, actors workshops, writer workshops, and um, I have a few uh networks with uh fashion design. Nice, nice. And like that, I said, that awesome. is that is Flash Tainer Productions. But right now, I am focusing very heavy on my uh film on my film productions so i can you know getting a name out there for myself as both actor director writer produce all writer and producer so there's a lot yeah. that i'm working on right now Absolutely. to make a positive name for myself because this is what i'm very passionate about and mm-hmm. you know i just want to show my talent off to the world this is my right. gift my talent that i offer mm-hmm. to showcase to you all and you're doing it the right way because you have, uh, from the people I saw that was on your Facebook, the mutual friends, you're doing the proper thing, and that is networking. 
meeting people in the industry, meeting people, you know, that are indie filmmakers, indie producers, indie actors, indie, you know, indie supporters and indie promoters. You're meeting all of these people that um and networking to get the name out there. And that's the best you can do. Like like my channel started as a very small thing and now we're we're really rising, you know. Um same thing with you. Like, you know, you meet you, you network and then they 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 know about it, then their friends know about it and their friends know about yeah. And it just grows and grows and grows. And I cannot wait to see this movie. And I definitely want you to send it to me, especially the Indiegogo. And then, of course, send the movie when it's finished. Um, I will be promoting it for you. I can, uh, you know, share the links and all that for you. Um, I'm really excited. And I'm really excited about the NES Retro, Jason. That's really exciting. (laughs) (laughs) That's the biggest news that I've been getting so far. So for um, Andrew Schultz, you know, but Virtual Jason not already being, you know, mm-hmm. as big as, you know, as a Halloween costume during the Halloween season. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what I'm doing for him alone is, you know, making his costume, having his costume ordered, um, I believe through J J3 costumes. Okay. Um, that's who's um gonna be um putting together his uh his cost costume cosplay. For me, I say costume, because this isn't like a comic book. Kind of convention, right. um, but kind of thing. This is a horror film, so I'm gonna say costume. Normally, I would say uh, cosplay because I'm a cosplayer myself. I'm okay. a big anime. I'm a big anime nerd, DC, Marvel, <laughs> comic book nerd in general. Nice. But more so, I am rocking with Marvel and I am rocking with anime. But it's funny because going back to my productions, my production company name, Flash Tainment. Mm-hmm. Flash, the first for the first four five words, flash gives it away itself. Mm-hmm. Comes from the DC character, the Flash, who mm-hmm. is my all-time favorite DC superhero. Nice. That is what I say in every interview, but it's it is like really true because Flash is my favorite DC superhero because nice. one, he can go back in time, he can stop time, he can manipulate time, he can he's the fastest in my life. To me, I feel like he's Faster than Superman. I'm sorry for any Superman fans out there. <laughs> but I personally feel like Flash is definitely faster than Superman. Nice. And I put the put the um put the period on that part. But as far as <laughs> anime, a Mario nerd. <laughs> <laughs> as you and Mario, hey, I'm not a toy. There you go. <laughs> oh man, like I love it. I love it. So Naruto was what's going on. My my um was my breaking into you no know, the way that's how I lost my anime virginity with nice. Naruto. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um so yeah um Flash Tainment was um was inspired by Flash. So you know once I get my production company really up and going mm-hmm. and I have the the building name, you know, Flash Tainment um Youth Center, Flash Tainment uh Flash Tainment Center. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 really focusing on like Specific like uniform or dress code colors of like maroon and gold mm-hmm. because that's the flashes colors and that's my that's my production um uh, my company my production company's colors so I'm like you know it's just it's catchy to me it's like it I, I, I love everything about Flash nice. I love Iris West no matter if it's a CW's version of Iris West or if it's Warner mm-hmm. Brothers you know the um animation Iris West you know. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love everything about the Flash from the Flash from 
from Barry Allen himself to Iris West to the entire cast of The Flash, Danielle Panabaker, Grant Gustin, um, even when it shape shape shifts into the Arrowverse, there's um Stephen Amell. Oh my god, like I know I'm kind of branching off. I'm sorry, I'm like, I'm like, no, you're good, you're like, good. It's just it's it's excited for me, like it's very excited for me because like you know, Flash is coming up on his last final season, season nine, and they just brought back Stephen Amell. Nice. So I'm like, yo, like, what you just brought back Stephen Amell. And I'm going to meet him later on this year at a comic book convention. Nice. That's oh exciting. God. That's like a dream come true. <laughs> I'm, I'm very geeked and I'm very amped up about that. Like, it's just 2023 is beginning, beginning to be a really You, you good... sound like me when they were having the Halloween uh, the Halloween um, reunion at Monster Mania that I went to last October. <laughs> Not Valley. Uh, I heard about Monster Mania. I, I really, I really want to go to Monster Mania, but you know, for me, I have um. There's two major events that goes on here in October. That's um, the anime convention that I go to on Halloween weekend, and um, that's also the month of my uh, deceased brother's birthday. So that's a you know very personal. And yeah. then, you know, very. We just added Monster Mania uh, for Hunt Valley in April. I already got my ticket for that. And then they have two in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, one in March and one in August. And then they have Oaks, Pennsylvania in November. Word. See, yeah. that's, that's what I love. Like, I want to get to know about all of the horror conventions that are going on. Mm-hmm. So when I get ready to venture outside of the Midwest, yeah. I know where I want to go to. Like, say, beginning of the year, you know. Mm-hmm. Like how it is right now. I want to plan out my year accordingly yeah. so I know what I'm doing. So to give you a prime example, for me, you know, this year, um, this year alone, I'm just focusing on production. Yeah, absolutely. And then next year, after you know, everything is pretty much mellow, next year I will be celebrating my 30th birthday. Nice. So I plan on going to, you know, Orlando to go to what's that Disney Disney? I begin. I begin to confuse. I think it's what Disney World. Disney World is in Florida. Disneyland's in California. Yeah. Okay, so I'll be going to Disney World. Okay. Yes, that's in Florida. Yeah, Orlando. I'll be going to Disney World for the very first time. Nice. After it'll, it'll be after my thirtieth because I plan on my plan is to premiere doing the red carpet event. So dropping the film on uh, Friday, September thirteenth, two thousand twenty-four. Okay. Oh, so there's great. there's the deadline for the YouTube release. Yeah. But the premiere, the premiere would be that Saturday. The red carpet event would be that Saturday before. Yeah. No, okay. I'm sorry. It'd be the. It'd be like it'd be August. Sorry, it'd be August thirtieth. I okay. believe that. If I'm not mistaken, that's a Saturday. And 2024, August 2024. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and uh, and for everybody watching this, this Friday is Friday the 13th. Oh, oh it absolutely that. is. It absolutely is. I already got invited, Ooh, to, got invited to two events this weekend for Friday the 13th. We have, uh, we have the Basement of the Dead here in Aurora, Illinois. This Friday the 13th, Basement of the Dead. You get to see Jason, you get to see Mike, you get to see Freddy, you get to see majority of the iconic killers in the basement of the dead haunted house. And also, um, I had, like I said, there's a second event that I will be going to. 
it's a um out in the club up north 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 side of Chicago where they will be playing mixing different um tracks of, of, from the iconic killers out about the slow like they're setting it up with the Friday the 13th theme but it's not just Friday the 13th they're playing different Michael Myers soundtracks different um scream soundtracks different Friday uh not Friday the 13th different Nightmare on Elm Street soundtracks so there's a lot going on for me this particular Friday the 13th but it's going to be a fun that's what I will that's going to be great a fun a safe and fun absolutely well I thank you Maurice for joining me this evening Yes, sir. As always, Absolutely. you know, this is just the first of many to come because, of Absolutely. course, like I want to do a follow up with you, um, whether it's like during during um production or mm -hmm. if it's during post production. But I would definitely keep you in the loop and make sure I share yeah. with you all of the uh share with you the process of where we are when the Indiegogo comes out. Absolutely. And actually, the Indiegogo will be released May twenty seventh, two thousand twenty three. I am having a gala fundraiser here in Chicago, Illinois, that we will kick off the Indiegogo release on that particular day. Awesome. Sounds great. And uh, and I'll have you back on the show uh, when you are getting closer to release and we can promote, promote, promote. Yes, sir. There's Absolutely. nothing that you can do for promote. Whether it's just share, it's just a click away. Absolutely. And before I let you go, just to let everybody know, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to slash that subscribe button. And of course, like, comment, share on social media. And if you're listening on the audio only platforms, which is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other podcasting platforms, uh, make sure to rate, comment, and share as well on social media. Um, I am starting, starting tomorrow at 9 a.m. or when this is uploaded today at 9 a.m. <laughs> um, I will be, uh, I will, I am uploading all of my interviews in alphabetical order. So this one won't be uploaded until we get to the ends, but in alphabetical order um, on Facebook. Um, and the reason why is because I am monetized on Facebook, finally. Congratulations! So, so if you are watching any of my videos on Facebook, give me a star. And if you give me a star, that brings money to keep the channel afloat and alive. Um, so that's really exciting. And of course, I'm on Cameo as well. So I will do any video you want within reason um so make sure to uh <laughs> if you want a happy birthday shout out an anniversary shout out hey maybe your girlfriend or boyfriend you know isn't really doing it for you anymore and you want to break up with them i'll get, deliver the news if you need me to just, well, just book me right just book me and i will <laughs> even take a pie in the face i'll drink hot sauce whatever it is just book me and i'll make sure to do it within reason um of course my book the ultimate Halloween movie experience forward by Jamie Lee Curtis. And of course the, uh, the original artwork from Kim Gottlieb Walker from the onset photography from 1981's Halloween two. And there's six Ooh. original interviews with cast and crew from the franchise, as well as thousands of trivia questions in this book. And so, and so many more uh, original photos that Kim Gottlieb took on set. So definitely check that out. And one last thing while I'm promoting here myself, um, Check out Virtual Merch Booth because they are my merchandiser and they have a bunch of different designs as well as my signature shirt, if I can get it up. The Slusher Scotty shirt. So definitely check oh, all of those out. Yes, and yes, 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 yes. Yes, and then of course, check out Flash 
Flash, oh my god, if I get that right, Flashtainment, right? Yes, Flashtainment. Production, LLC. Check that also, out. You guys, can follow us on, you guys can also follow us on YouTube and yeah. Flashtainment Productions, LLC. And once you hit that like and subscribe button, I will see you in the Flash Zone. Absolutely. And don't forget to check out the Multiverse of Jason current our release date is scheduled for Friday, September 13, 2024. Um, if there's any updates, I will make sure he, I'm sure uh Maurice will send it over to me and I'll send it over to all of you as well if there's any changes. Absolutely. But that is the scheduled date. And of course, check out the uh Indiegogo come May 2023. What's the date again? May 27, 2023. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Maurice, for joining me. It's been Not a great a and it's been a fun time. And you have a great rest of your night. All right, Scotty. I will see you in a flash. Yeah. Sounds good. Bye. All right, buddy.